This podcast is brought to you by the Pro Bono Institute. PBI is a nonprofit organization that supports, enhances, and helps to transform the pro bono efforts of major law firms, in-house corporate legal departments, and public interest organizations in the U.S. and around the world. Welcome to the Pro Bono Happy Hour. I'm your host, Nihad Mansour, Assistant Director of the Law Firm Pro Bono Project. In today's Challenge Signatory Showcase episode, I'm speaking with Eva Almarantarina about Intel's incredible pro bono work expunging criminal records. Eva is Vice President and Associate General Counsel in the Antitrust and Commercial Litigation Group at Intel. We find out about the amazing pro bono work by law firms and corporations like Intel through PBI's annual surveys sent to signatories of the Law Firm Pro Bono Challenge Initiative and the Corporate Pro Bono Challenge Initiative. PBI uses the surveys as an essential source of both quantitative and qualitative information about the pro bono programs of law firms and in-house corporate legal departments and produces both a law firm challenge report and a CPBO challenge report every June with the data collected. Check out this year's challenge reports on PBI's website. Let's get into today's showcase. We have had a pro bono program here at Intel since 2007 with pro bono committees at our major U.S. sites and also at our sites in Europe and in Asia. And that group over the years has taken on many different pro bono projects across a lot of different areas. But in 2021, we decided to take a look at what we might be able to do across all of our U.S. sites in the area of racial justice. And that's when, after looking at a lot of data and other information out there on the very positive impact that expungement or also known as second chance clinics can have on people's lives, we decided to try to set up expungement clinics with pro bono work across all of our major U.S. sites. And while the work began during the pandemic, and it began as all remote clinics, we're now moving towards a model that's a bit more of a mix between remote and in-person clinics. As we were thinking about launching this effort, it was also important to us that in the expungement clinics or the second chance clinics, there were opportunities for those who are not lawyers to participate. And this has allowed us to bring in a much larger group of volunteers within our own legal department, but also across Intel, for example, our trade group, our government affairs group, our Intel employee resource groups, as well as our summer interns. Why have these projects been rewarding for the volunteers? So the feedback that we've gotten from our volunteers has been extremely positive. In almost all of the cases that we work on, we find that the clients are people whose records are for nonviolent misdemeanors that occurred years and sometimes decades in the past, oftentimes when the clients were teenagers or young adults. But unfortunately, those criminal records are still a huge weight on people, whether they're trying to find a better job housing, even trying to get state licensing or certifications. Our volunteers describe how rewarding it is to help make a very tangible, positive impact on the lives of these particular clients, helping them clear their records and helping them clear this hurdle that oftentimes is 
really making it difficult for them to move forward in their lives. Why is expungement pro bono work so important? When we began exploring doing this type of work, the data that we saw was pretty staggering. An estimated 70 million people or one in three people in the United States are carrying some type of criminal record. This includes not only convictions, but also those that are charged or simply arrested. And with 90% of employers doing background checks, with landlords oftentimes refusing to rent to those with criminal records, with loans being more difficult to get for people with criminal records, we saw that there's a very negative financial and social impact from having a criminal record, uh, even if you were not convicted. And so that became, it became clear to us that in doing this type of work, we could really have a positive impact, both socially and financially for people. Have you noticed that regularly scheduled expungement clinics has made a positive impact on volunteer turnout? Absolutely. By having the clinics set at a regular cadence and also by having them scheduled far in advance, it really helps our volunteers plan ahead and block their calendars to be able to make the time. Additionally, having the clinics be remote has been super helpful in eliminating for the volunteer things like travel time, which oftentimes made it harder for people to volunteer for pro bono activities. And again, by being remote, we have found that our volunteers are able to work with people all across the state, for example, here in California, as opposed to just in a more limited geographic area if the clinics are exclusively in person. Every site will be doing something differently. But for example, here in California, we we partner with Root and Rebound. And with them, we have a monthly clinic. And it's always the third Thursday of the month. And it's always at a certain time. And so they assign to the volunteers, the clients ahead of time. They have a Zoom meeting open during the clinic so that you can go and if you have any questions, go into the Zoom meeting to talk to the lawyer from Root and Rebound, the supervising lawyer, and then come back out. And then they they also provide the training. So it's it's a it's a very well organized system for the volunteers. What impact would you say this expungement work has made? Since 2022 and so far in 2023, we have worked with well over 150 clients, again, across a number of states who have been successful in getting their dismissal petitions granted. As an added bonus, because Intel matches every Intel employee volunteer hour with matching funds, we have also been able to contribute financially to the various legal nonprofits that we partner with in this work. What would you say is the most challenging part of this pro bono work? So a couple things. First, I think because every state has a different set of laws and processes in this area, we had to think about taking a tailored approach at each of our U.S. sites because each of them is located in a different state. 
Other challenges are, are sort of in the space of knowledge and access. So while the data shows that there's strong support generally for expungement and for giving people second chances, there are many, many people that don't even know that this is available to them. And so getting that information out to people, making sure people understand they have access, I think that's a challenge in the work in this space. And then even once people find out that this is available to them and they apply, there's quite a bit of complexity in the processes and in the rules around expungement. And so that is a, another step that, that people have to take and where they need to navigate, which I think can act as a further impediment and where these expungement clinics can really help. Is there any advice that you'd give to other legal departments that want to either host a clinic or maybe just want to become more focused on a certain pro bono issue as a department? One thing that is probably true with anything that you want to do in pro bono is to make sure that you have strong support from your leadership. Uh, we were very fortunate as we launched our expungement work to have some very vocal support from both our general counsel and our deputy general counsel who were always supportive of pro bono, but lent their voices in particular when we launched this work as well. The other thing I think it's important to, to partner with legal nonprofits that have put in place some good systems, not only for running the clinics, but also for getting the word out and getting clients in the door to avail themselves of the expungement and also can provide good, easily accessible training to the volunteers. And then last, again, for us is very important is we wanted to try to find work and ways that we could involve people that were not lawyers so that we had a much larger reach, both within our own legal department, as well as within the broader intel. People are really enjoying it. And it's been, it's, it's just also been amazing at how people in our employee resource groups that, you know, really don't necessarily are illegal have gotten excited about doing this work. You could be a translator, you can help with summarizing and reviewing rap sheets to make sure like which offenses are eligible, which are not with guidance from the organization. So there's lots of different ways that other people can get involved. And that's been, that's been great. Thanks to Eva Almirantarina for her leadership and expertise. Special thanks to Intel for doing great work and being a corporate pro bono challenge signatory. We encourage law firm and CPBO challenge signatories to respond to PBI's annual pro bono challenge surveys and let the world know about their innovative work for us all to celebrate. If your law firm or in-house legal department is interested in becoming a challenge signatory, check out PBI's website for more information. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next time on the Pro Bono Happy Hours Challenge Signatory Showcase Series to hear more about innovative pro bono work.